halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. And unlike Jenny, I will not be experimenting with the intro every single fucking week. <laughs> it's, it's it's my way of letting them know that it isn't canned. Oh, okay. That's, that's, okay. Right. It's yeah. live at the time. Spin every time. <laughs> And this is halfway there, a podcast <laughs> about the new middle age. That's awesome. It's like you're scatting. Constipation. Dry vaginas. Welcome to middle age. <laughs> How moist are we this week on the moistometer? Dry. Ew. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You guys heard, you guys have heard how I'm feeling, but I'm not repeating any of it, but you know. And the person that I was talking about somehow knows as um, well. Oh. Knows how moist you are? <laughs> no, dry. Yeah. Oh, okay. But oh, I didn't God. say dry. I didn't say You kind of gave it away okay. a little bit. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Hopefully they let's let's make them non-binary um aren't listening to the podcast yeah, anyway. let's hope they are. oh this yeah is, let's hope they are this, it would Always. mean like we have another demographic oh, true that we're, that we're in our listenership how was everybody's uh, week fine fine really <laughs> god it just, fine it, okay it's it, I, I, I think I've said this before, but I do find it reassuring that winters here seem to be way sunnier than I expected. You don't get like the constant overcast skies like day after day after day that you used to get in the Northeast, which you it's still been, may get in the Northeast. Right. Does it snow there in K- Kansas City? Yeah, but, you know, they're saying maybe three to seven inches like this Wednesday. Which right. As you know, three to seven inches can make is is a huge range if you apply it to any other thing, right? Yeah. But so, um, not see, nobody, often. nobody's catching on to my penis humor. Fine. Okay. I did. We were just I didn't. Go I, right penis on humor always goes over my head. No pun. <laughs> <laughs> like mushroom stamp. Bam. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're expecting some snow, but it, it doesn't stick that much. Yeah. Whereas... Where my mom lives, where Tina lives, they just had like a, they matched their record. Did you, how much? Baston, Baston, Baston. We got a lot of snow and it's been incredibly cold here. Like zero, sub zero. I got out of New York. We went to New York and I got out right before the snow cyclone bomb explosion happened. But I got back to Vermont in time for it to happen here. Yeah, I'm so tired of I'm tired you've, of winter. You're tired of shoveling. You've been shoveling. I haven't. No, we don't all shovel. day long. No, no, we've got groundskeepers, dear. 
Oh, that's right. They keep the estate, uh, you know. <laughs> that sounds so posh. It's uh, so posh, but uh, yeah, the aristocratic set here at the college must have clear walkways and salt, which they wow. do. I won't say anything about the weather here because I'm a good person and I don't like to rub things in. Do you miss the winter, Kim? <laughs> I miss like one day of winter looking out the window when I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to go out. I miss this perfect day that very seldom happened during the winter. But yes, theoretically, yes. But no, you know what I mean? It's like you could do without it. Yeah. you, You wouldn't mind like dipping your toe in it, but it's not like you don't have like a longing for the seasons. I don't. You're just happy watching Frozen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, this is our like kind of wintry season. It's like three de- degrees cooler. Everyone was talking about it was like 70 degrees in the morning, I guess, the other day. I was asleep. And that was freezing record setting. I don't know what it is in Celsius. They said it in Celsius. And then I, and then I did the conversion. And it was 70 degrees Fahrenheit. And I was wow. like, oh, cold. There's a kind of person who I have very little tolerance for. And it's the kind of person who like, who, when you say, oh, it snowed and it's they'll on Facebook or other social media platform or in person. And they say, oh, I, I'm so glad I live in Florida. I just can't handle the cold. Like, exactly. See, the I cold. don't do that to you. That is like 50% of the world that is you're locked out of. Like, it's an insane to me. If the temperature drops below 50, like, well, you're never going to see the Norwegian fjords or Alaska. Like, what? No, what they're going to stay you? drinking margaritas in the <sighs> Key it's, West It's hotel. kind of akin to those people who would be like, ah, oh, you live on at 63rd and 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 less i get nosebleeds above 14th street is it not just kind of like those people yeah it's like have you been above 14th street and you're really stupid and that's most of the island and what are you even here for if you're just going to be this like provincial urban provincialist Kind yeah, the there's a thing. lot of weird territorialism that goes on in the city. It's like within the city, there's, I guess this is any place. Yeah, I think people always look for ways to bolster or to re reaffirm their own taste, right? Yeah, yeah I think I would say I would say it's darker than that. I feel like they need to. Everything needs to be classified, and they need to shuffle themselves to a higher level than somebody else so it's not just about yeah it is it's it's more about status i think yeah status anxiety yeah Yeah. it's interesting because it's cultural status it's not financial status i mean a lot of these people would probably not have a penny to their name but they yeah that's they live in a 300 square foot studio apartment below 14th street I do. I I don't completely agree with that. I, I I know what you mean. There's plenty of like poor people living under, you know, well, there aren't plenty of poor people living on Manhattan anymore. Like there are plenty. I mean, that's I'm, I'm thinking of back in our, <clears throat> our day, back in our day, perhaps yeah. more so, but it's always been a little bit tied to 
you know, yeah, there, there are plenty of rich neighborhoods above 14th Street. But mm-hmm. what I really felt like as somebody who was a long term Harlem resident, because it, it's it seemed to be a lot of the time in response to me saying I lived in Harlem. So we know for a fact that people of color have always lived in Harlem or, you know, more to the point, people of lesser incomes have lived in Harlem. So I do think that it, it it's like we're really not talking about the Upper West Side. We're talking about the fact that you live at 125th Street and above. That's the feeling I always got. But I don't know. Yeah. To me, it didn't really matter where you lived. What was a problem is if we lived too far of a subway ride from each other in any direction. <laughs> That was if you were trying to date or even just be friends, it's like yeah. we're never going to see each other. Right. You're f- yeah. You know, travel distances in New York are huge with friendships. But I have a question for you. Do you in Kansas City do all of your friends cluster in your neighborhood or you just drive to see people? We drive a lot because a lot of Jim's friends live in the suburbs. They're like borderline Gen X boomers. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, suburban dreams happening. But yeah, no, but the people that, that that I keep meeting live more, are trying to live more in the city. Right. And that's because I'm always trying to surround myself with the energy of youth so I can siphon like away. Like a vampire. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you could do blood facials. <laughs> yeah. You need a source. Don't give away my beauty secrets. Got it. Just facials, full bathtubs of it. I got a quick 10 minute massage on Thursday. I went and got my nails done at my old place in Brooklyn. And the woman started to like rub my neck, you know, when you get like yeah. a manicure and they give you like a quick, a quickie. And so I don't she's like, like that. I love it. And let I me get tell confused, you, because I feel like, is this going to be like a whole other hundred bucks or what? Well, <laughs> the, that, that's how they get you. She was like 10, do- 10 minute massage. And I was like, yes. And they do it before you agree. And that's the thing. And you're always like, you're already like, oh, yeah. I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. This is is like the, are you doing guacamole with that? Exactly. (laughs) It was amazing. I wish I'd had five guacamoles (laughs) being massaged all over my body. It felt so good. No, Uh, God, I had to have my mask on. I put my face in the little like face thing in the chair. You know, my knees were up. You guys, it was heaven. Your knees were it, up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm mm. like, wait a minute. What is this? <laughs> yeah, what kind of massage is this? <laughs> my, a very my, special my one face with a was, happy, happy ending. Yes, my face was in the ring and I just got the best eating out ever. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and my moans were muffled by my mask. Oh, God. <laughs> Ew. It was okay. You're trying to besmirch it, but it was wonderful. We had a connective thread and I gave her a big tip. Everybody left happy. So a big tip, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And hopefully COVID free. I'll really know tomorrow. Yeah. I also ate inside, which I haven't done. Inside, inside? Yeah, inside, inside. I mean, you were in a bar the other day, so what? Oh, that's true. I know. The seal has been broken, it sounds like. 
Yeah, somewhere. You're, you're basically this. This like ties into my theme for today's thing. I'm a jiggy, by the way. Oh, what the kids are up to? Yeah. Breaking COVID protocol. Oh yeah, we went. We went and had like a burger at the bar. At oh the wow! Worst possible, like worst possible location, probably in a restaurant. We were at the short end of the bar, which is a wraparound bar, which means that basically all around we were encircled by people who were probably projecting particulates oh, at good. us. But you haven't gotten COVID yet, right, Camila? Not that I'm aware of. And Kim, you haven't gotten it. No. And neither have I. Knock on wood. Although a lot of people I know have gotten it. Yeah. Including a family member who's unvaccinated and luckily didn't have to go to the hospital and get put on a vent. But it was very scary. Yeah. Same. Um, I didn't tell you, but um, I don't want to say too much. But yeah, this person had underlying issues and has lost vision in one of their eyes uh, because of COVID. Unvaccinated. It's nothing to F with. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh God. Yeah, the other day, I, I so I so wanted to ask this couple that um, I'm working on a project for, and the husband got back to me and said, "You know, I'm sorry we haven't responded to your last communication, but we've both had COVID. I'm okay. I've come out of it, but my wife is not doing well at all, and they're they're Ooh. very millennial. And I so wanted to ask, like, what? <laughs> Like, is she vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. But did you get a feeling that they weren't vaccinated for some reason? No, I didn't at all. They seemed like a like a reasonably hip, younger, you know, millennial couple. Can I ask? Did they appear to have any comorbidities? Like, not particularly. I've only met them via Zoom, so they were being careful. Yeah. So. Oy 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 oy. But yeah, you never know what what's going on in somebody's system yeah. over Zoom. No, you True. didn't feel comfortable asking. Are you vaccinated? Oh, to a client? <laughs> no way! That is such a loaded question. These I days. mean, it's it's interesting. Like you, you know, if you're if you're a cruise line, not only do you can you ask you do ask you know yeah they ask you now if you have to if you go into Uh, a restaurant i really do wonder i was thinking about it today i really do wonder if trump had won re-election what the vaccine rates would be among like people i know i really don't think you know yeah i wonder if like trump were president and the cdc and like the the government you know announced that we needed a, a third shot I wonder if I wouldn't be like, this fucking thing doesn't work. These liars that they're fucking, pit, you know, they're just poking us like pin dolls. Like, fuck this. I'm not getting a fucking third Trump shot. A, a Trump, Trump shot. booster. Well, you never thought of it as a Trump Yeah, shot. I don't. Oh, fuck Even yeah. when he was in office. Uh, yeah. The really? warp speed shit? A little bit. Yeah, I think if he'd been reelected and that had been rolled out, I would have gotten it, but I think had they said you need a third shot, I would have started to get very uh, skeptical. But wait a minute, Jen. I have to break. We have to break this down because Trump has always been this half-assy. Even now, he's saying, even though you know most of his supporters are like, "Fuck it, let's get COVID and die," he is actually saying, "Get vaccinated." He's, it's never been. 
and, and it's it's he he has whatever the vaccine started in the Trump administration. Yeah, it was a Trump. But, it's probably the best thing he did in his presidency was the but, Operation but, Warp Speed. But he was talking out of both sides of his mouth the entire time. He had Dr. Fauci telling us the the most recent science, the what we should be doing. And and while he was with one mouth saying, please uh, pat me on the back for the vaccine, he is shitting on everything Fauci is doing. So, like, I feel I like am... you would have been able to sort through this fucking mess and say, you know, like science wins here. To this a is point. Not Trump no, vaccine. I don't agree with you. To not a Trump point. Vaccine. I don't agree with you. I'll be honest. If it turns out we need a fourth or fifth shot, I we're getting a flu shot every year unclear unclear i'm talking about within six months yes if trump were president i would start to feel like something fucked up was happening trump is not president i'm saying that the idea that you can you can make this completely absent of politics is disingenuous and intellectually dishonest that's not what anybody's saying. It might. I'm, my whole premise is that if it were a hypothetical situation, if Trump had been reelected, I'm telling you what my reaction would have been, which is I probably would have gotten vaccinated. I would have gotten the first shot. I would have gotten the second shot. I probably reluctantly would have gotten the third shot. But I would certainly my rhetoric around it is that this is fucked up. And I don't think this is as effective as they told us it. It was, and that Trump it, is lying again. It's not. Okay, so wait a minute. Can I ask you, Jen? It, it is not as effective. Trump is not president, and you will have to get another shot. So what are you going to do? What are you going to say about it? Yeah, I probably, I will once a year, yes. Every six but months, what, I'll start what to- what does Trump have to do with anything? Kim, you would have wanted to blame it on Trump, person. but now that he's not president, you can't blame it on Trump. The fact I'm is, I'm saying that, that the idea that we this hasn't, no, you're not. I'm saying that the idea that the vaccine is not intrinsically tied to our politics. It no is. one's saying that. And I strongly believe that among my subset of liberal friends, had Trump got got reelected, I strongly believe that the pro vaccine message would not be as strong as it is on. So you're on saying like, that since there is a liberal in office, you just stop asking questions and you no, just take that's fifty-three boosters and not say anything. No, say boo I, about I, it. I I told you, I'll, uh, I you know. Actually, my boyfriend was like, when is this, you know, when is this going to stop? Like, when do we have to get boosters every six months? This is starting to feel creepy. We might, though. Why? Why does it feel? I don't understand. We take medication. People take questionable vitamins every day. People are I think eating there's some questions about the mRNA garbage. vaccines. I just do. I, because, I have questions I, about I, I'm I've been vaccinated three times. Okay, I'm not anti-vax, but the fact is, like most vaccine trials are longer than a year. That's not controversial to say. No, and if people want to shoot down, but the people people, who have been, yeah, I hear you. But the people, the people who have been getting the vaccine, and the people who have been lining up to get the vaccine, are people who are inherently reasonable. So, Jen, the people who were first in line. I just need to get in here with some science. In vaccine trials are usually four to eight years. Can I respond? Because I do have a good response, which is the SARS vaccine has 
the, much of the research that has been used to develop the COVID vaccine was already was already done because of the SARS uh, virus, which is very much very much similar. And so this this research has been ongoing for years. Actually, but wait, so there's not- a vaccine for SARS. I know SARS. M- much too. of the research, much of the research for COVID. Uh, started with the SARS, uh, with the SARS virus. Yes. And so, so yes. What is it you're worried about? What are these like so-called liberal friends? Okay. I have a, I have a family member who's a, she's a nurse practitioner. She's almost a doctor. So you go to medical school for that. And she opted not to get the vaccine because she felt that there was not sufficient trial that the trial had not been long enough to her she feels like it's it's the spike protein is an experimental vaccine okay that this is not an uneducated person this is not someone who is a trump supporter um in fact she's rather middle of the road and that's her point of view and and what the idea that if anything this pandemic has showed us is that perfectly reasonable people in other circumstances even intelligent people become really and become really paranoid about i know i know my point is that i strongly believe my thesis is that if trump were president the attitude among my set of friends towards the vaccine would be different i'm not saying that they wouldn't have gotten it I'm not saying that, but I don't think people would be touting their vaccine status. I don't think people would be shaming people for not getting the vaccine. I think I, I, I don't think much would. I don't think much will have changed as far as when when Trump was in office. It's not like he was the face of the vaccine, even if the vaccine right. what was developed under his you know administration. He was touting it with in as much as he could get credit for anything and then completely out of the other side of his mouth, you know, shitting all over it. That's a fact. Although, so, no, I mean, he just, just said say, that he had the booster and that the vaccine was the best thing he did and it saved millions of lives. Also, I have a question for you. Right. Kamala, that's exactly what I'm Okay. What, I'm going to exactly point to I'm a saying. specific example. I'm going to point you to ex- credit for it. But then okay. He, I have a very specific example. When Kamala Harris said on television in an interview i don't i'm not sure i'm going to trust the trump vaccine what do you think that was about i think that was that was a shitty thing to say but i don't think anything kamala harris has been the disappointment of the century as far as i can tell so uh, that was she wasn't even going to win california believe me it was she couldn't even win the her president the presidential primary in her own home state she had to drop out the Democratic Party is so completely out of touch For that, me, yes, it's just, not just surprising. Saying, it's not surprising. And I don't have any problem saying that. And I feel like a lot of people don't have any problem saying that. I don't have any fucking... I, I'm not invested in making us. I'm not us, by the way. I'm not a Democrat. I don't live in the motherfucking United States. They can kiss my motherfucking ass. And, you know, I, I don't fucking care. I just think it, it it sounds really bad to say that you would be questioning under Trump, but you're not questioning now. Question if you're going to question. I, it's, yes, I, it's political, but it doesn't have to be political for you. You can use your brain at any time. I it's am. In the administration. Believe me, I'm no 
anyone who knows me knows that I'm not like some God. I'm the opposite of like some Democratic Party cheerleader at this point. Dear God. But I think that, yes, I do. I do strongly believe that people would have based on their their political reality and their allegiances. I do believe there would be a different kind of um, attitude towards the vaccine if it were the Trump administration administering it. Uh, I just it's so do. bizarre, though, because the attitude should be, do I want to be alive or do I want to be dead? So to me, I know that it's a relative of yours, but for me, this person, OK, they they've seen firsthand maybe the effects of non-vaccination on patients. They've seen how hospital beds get taken up. So it's just it's just selfish. It's just I know. Oh, it's relative. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, but it's the just it's just nurse practitioner. Yeah, they've seen. I think it's fucking kooky. We all think it's. I think it's bizarre. Okay. Like okay. I, I've gotten this person a, do- a nurse, a doctor. She's a nurse practitioner. Is like the. It's sort of the highest you can go as I know a nurse. They can they can prescribe medicine. Yeah, exactly. But, but the problem is that a lot of nurses uh, might as well be. I mean, it's, there's a very big divide. In the medical community, there are very the scant few doctors, almost you know, very very few who are saying, well, "You shouldn't really take this." Well, you know, I know. But when it when when you look at nurses, even though these are medical professionals, lots of them are being losing their jobs because they won't they refuse to get vaccinated. So, what is that about? I don't know, but you know. A medical professional, a scientist should be following the science. And it's fine to raise, it's fine for us all to question. And I think we're all questioning. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. But look at the fucking, look at the results. I'm way more afraid of getting COVID and not having any sort of protection than I am of, of the vaccine. And yeah, so me too. I, that's that, that's just the choice I'm going to make. It doesn't mean that I don't fucking ever question anything. And of course, politics have a play in this. But, you know, it's like I, I don't I, I don't fucking care anymore. Like it's shitty that polit- politics are confusing so many people to the point where they're dying. Oh, God, it's horrific. It's terrible. Actually, I just saw a story that Laura Ingraham had this cop on who was like, oh, yeah, uh, whatever state he was in. He was like, Delaware, wherever he was, can kiss my ass. And he died like a day ago, even though Fox has a vaccine mandate. I mean, and she's obviously vaccinated and she was completely egging the guy on. I mean, that's unconscionable. That's also that's not even politics anymore. That's just entertainment and eyeballs. Um, Speaking of entertainment. So we. Yeah. So we do a full like. Oh, God. Metaverse, like full 360 rotation. Do they get vaccinated in the metaverse? Into this this week's. Can you. Yeah. To come in. (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg is like. Mm, don't be vaxxed people if you don't want to getting, just don't spread misinformation in the metaverse people are you know already getting sex, sexually assaulted in the metaverse yeah. um as i showed you guys there's an article that ran i don't know yahoo i don't know yahoo articles very hard-hitting news but yeah a woman was complaining that she was groped by a 
a mob of male avatars in the metaverse. And it's happened multiple times already. Do you think she'll change her gender to male? Um, what's going to, no, no, what's going to happen is that Facebook is going to do what they usually do. And they're just going to shut down metaverse. They're going to realize it was a mistake. Can they shut down Facebook while they're at it? (laughs) They're going to bring a woman to lead the company so that it, you know, it looks, I believe, I don't know if anybody's broked over Facebook yet, but who knows? It's maybe possible. I know somebody, okay, this is kind of interesting. I know somebody who's, he was, he's actually writing a play about content moderators on Facebook and he interviewed a bunch of the content moderators and they said one of the biggest problems they have is um, Mexican drug cartels putting up beheading videos, that that is like a huge amount of what they have to take down. These people also have like horrific PTSD, um, you know, like because if you go like, live, nobody can really stop you in the second. Really if you're harsh. like in the moment, have your sword out and you're beheading somebody, who's going to stop you? It's Quick very enough. hard, and it's like a billion. I don't know. They have a billion <laughs> users. The oh, fuck. And like, no, but- literally everybody in the world could be employed by Facebook to moderate, and we still might not get and it. And we all. probably should. Yeah, we should. We honestly should be. And we'd all have PTSD even more than we already do. And in our free time, we should drive Amazon trucks. We should drive our friends around. Uh, okay. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear about something like really cool and positive? No. Yes. No. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you anyway, this is what the cool kids are up to. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to. Ah, as if. It's 2022 and parties are back, baby. (laughs) Where? No. God. Let's keep you away from children. (laughs) This is... I was going to talk about uh, children's birthday parties because I found a very funny article. But um, guess what? Children are still into dinosaurs and unicorns and Barbies making a comeback. I mean, it's just earth shattering stuff. Unicorn core. Unicorn. <laughs> but this is from stylist.co.uk. It's very, a very thin article. Um, it's like That's, that never goes out of fashion. <laughs> there you go. Right, you never. It's like too rich or too so threadbare. Thin. It's basically like lingerie of an article, but uh, but because it's from the UK, I couldn't resist in auditioning for um, whenever the Downton Abbey guy goes back to the UK for his next show. I want to be mm-hmm. in it especially if I also get to wear opulent costumes. So this is by Alice Porter. Very English And these are the 2022 party trends. We'll see us celebrating unusual milestones, according to Pinterest. Yes. Wow. In case you were wondering, Pinterest apparently still exists. So uh, 2020 was the year we weren't allowed to party. And 2021 was the year we didn't really want to. So Boris we'll, Johnson um, partied anyway, and now yeah, he's probably going to get kicked out of government. Oh, my Party God. right out of office. So many hot parties at 10 down, Downing. So will 2022 finally see the return of big celebrations? 
Apparently so, but not in the way you'd imagine, according to a report by Pinterest. That old chap. I may have added some of the language in this article. Mm, can we can we um, guess when it, when it was when it's a Camilo edit? <laughs> sure, sure. Old chap for a thousand. Yeah. Ding ding yeah. ding. <sighs> right. The image-led social media platform has predicted that we'll embrace celebrations that mark fresh milestones and open new chapters in 2022. And not just the usual milestones like birthdays, anniversaries, and moving house. Oh, I love moving house so much. Oh, I don't like it. Kim, Are those the bouncy castles? Kim, no. Kim's about to move house. Okay. <laughs> don't tell everybody my business. Moving house choked me up. Next year, we'll be celebrating some of the cheeky milestones we might typically view as negative, like breakups, divorces, and quitting a job. I'm not taking the piss. Um, Camilo I'm, edit for a thousand. And that was one of several. With so many people reconsidering their relationships in lockdown and the great resignation still ongoing, Pinterest predict that we will celebrate the big changes we make to our lives rather than regret them. We'll be chuffed to bits. Okay, so wait, what are the trends? So one bloody TikTok user describes her friend's breakup celebration as an end of an era party. As their friends got together to make cocktails, buy theme decorations, and go out to nightclubs. Okay. So will you be throwing yourself a breakup party or celebrate yes. quitting your job I'm with a celebration cake? Throwing it right <laughs> now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't put it past yourself just yet. Who knows what 2022 will bring? Are you knackered yet? Then bugger off. Um, okay, I, I'm still waiting for the trends. Can you say it in, in American? Yeah, <laughs> just confused. No. <laughs> it's getting surreal. <laughs> the trend is basically there's no reason not to have a party if, you're, if something is occurring in your life. Okay, so, what about what, so you're like a pimple party, <laughs> a like smelly yeah. foot uh, party. Have Popping some pimples, have a party, going to Target, have a party. This is so British where everybody's so blind drunk, they don't know what the party was about in the first place. <laughs> they just know they went home with somebody else's husband. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I need to start arranging like a, a breakup or like quitting a job or something for this year so I can I can hop on this trend. I mean... Both of you are going to get broken up if you don't watch what you're saying casually. You really, my that is so true. It's really a test to see if like Jim ever, oh, sorry, Pim, listen, will, will ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> Pim, if you listen to this podcast, I'm <laughs> well, I shouldn't say what his birthday is because tackers might use that information. I'm breaking up with you. Come on, tame. I'm Please going respond. to throw a party. Um, what are the other trends besides like throwing parties for whatever, which I feel like, again, that's so British, right? It's just like, I want to drink. What else do you need to know? Parties are back, baby. How many times are do you have they? to say it? What what about COVID though? Did that um, article cover that? COVID. Or are they just like whatever? Fuck it, we don't care anymore. COVID is That's how gone. it is in Britain. COVID is do it's done. It's so, not done though. So it's, um, COVID on. Kim, Kim, move on, move on from COVID. Just oh, let it go. Break but, up, break up with COVID in 2022 and throw a party with a hundred people in your apartment. 
Oh no, that sounds very dangerous. <laughs> is there? But what? But is there? Are there any other trends besides that? Okay, dying so, of COVID. Yeah, individually wrapped <laughs> um, treats at children's parties are here to stay. Like individual servings. So because of COVID. So there's this that. This is truly groundbreaking stuff here. Yeah. Whoever has tuned in after our fitness episode, you're really oh. lucky. Pre-portioned, um, pre-portioned cake, so you don't have to cut the cake. In front I of actually everybody. went home with a cupcake last night, so this is really that was really on trend. That was wrapped in foil. Kim, you're always on trend. Always. Yeah, I, you guys, what if you threw your own funeral? party mm-hmm. i imagine that forever. you got to hear what everybody said <gasps> like wouldn't that be the best yes party? i've always fantasized about that recently i was i was like that would be so amazing we should start a business <laughs> called it doesn't have to be the end what if we do it for ourselves what if we have an episode where we throw um we eulogize each other what about oh, that's all, amazing. all the way there or is it? Anyway, I love Kim's idea. Yes, we should. Use Let's do it. Well, should like we put a, it on the books? Yeah, I do. That's a great idea. And then we should start a business, basically planning. You guys, you while you're alive. Yes, it's funerals for you while you're alive, so you get to hear about all the amazing shit you did while you're it. still alive. <laughs> I love or, it. Or not. Or the absolute mediocrity that your life has been. We were like, it was pretty cool. He made baskets. He worked there for 65 years. He liked PBR light. Uh-huh. Yeah. His favorite color was blue. He Although loved, I feel like if he you're loved America, he was a patriot. Years, yeah, no, that's, that is something to, to celebrate. And there is no PBR light as far as I know. So there's that. You can't make it any lighter, can you? No. We, I feel like this could be a TikTok sensation. Well, that's I, I'm, I'm all for it. Like I said, Jen, that the your idea is great, and I've always fantasized about um, having being at my own funeral and and being able to hear it. So let's eulogize each other. That's great. Okay, I have a question for you. When we launch this business, this yeah. party party till the end business do you think that we should tell people <laughs> that the person is actually dead and so we get invite them real to the funeral and that but we have the person backstage no and the person has to be in a coffin to... and rise up at the end come on like out of a cake and yeah, we're but out of the hard. coffin Yes, 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 out of the coffin. And then we can pipe sound into the coffin so they can hear what everyone's saying. Well, the coffin you know, is half open. That's know, if you leave it half open. You get one of those, um, you know, the two-door. You two guys door, know the difference Dutch, between Dutch a door. coffin and a casket? Most people don't, but since I follow a lot of deaf people, I do know okay. that the, the coffin is shaped like a person. It's that like shape, like right around. It's like the old timey shape. Oh, it's a vampire, like Dracula. The vampire. Yeah. And a casket is the thing that we saw Aunt Betty buried in, you know, that the pallbearer bears um, lifted up. That is kind of fun, uh, shiny and fancy. Okay, so here are the facts you didn't know you needed today. Okay, so we would handle the announcement of the person's death and then plan the party. 
but then have the person ready to bust out after all of their friends had eulogized them. This could therefore, be a- therefore causing at least several more deaths that <laughs> then became a self-sustaining business. Yeah, I think this could be really good. The thing you, is, how, let me just throw this out there: the possibility that some people might be upset by this would, uh, okay. surprise outcome, considering I, all of the grief that they had been experiencing in the past few days or whatever. I'll make I'll make an exception. That? Which is we're we'll we'll tell the parents that we're doing this. What if the the parents say this is a terrible idea? Don't you dare make me fly Aunt Susie out here for a fake funeral. Look, mom and dad, you're not. She is not coming out for the real one if she comes out for this. I'm just. What do you think? I just feel like I'm shark taking this. Shark taking this for you. Like I'm just telling you. You know, I'm Mr. Wonderful. Imagine I'm bald. No, wait, why would I, I, Mark Cuban, I'd rather be Mark Cuban. So I'm just trying to poke holes in your business model, you know, also how much money. Okay, so what are the holes? What are the holes? I think this is a very good business model and everybody will die or want or will want to hear what people say about them when they die. That's never going to change. Okay. Right, right. All right. I'm thinking of the point of view of the at- attendees who might be less than thrilled to find out that you're not dead. Okay. It's very fun for that supposedly dead person. Well, then let's tell them that they're that they're not dead. Then I think, How yeah, exactly. I think there's a simple fix, which is just a living funeral. Which yeah, so is, then it's such a vanity. It's basically like it's amazing. Well, listen, if people can throw uh, roasts, why can't they throw living funerals? Hmm. Well, that's, yeah. that's what I would do. I would like talk shit about the alleged dead person. Well, you could do that at a funeral. The, that happens the size of the ego of the person who chooses to do this. This is hilarious premise for a movie. <laughs> like somebody who does this and all the friends are like this. This person's a complete narcissist. Are you going? But then the friend is like really rich. Copyright. So they trademark. all have to go. Yeah. TM, TM, ding. TM, don't you dare. Timestamp, timestamp. Yeah. Jennifer, Jenny, okay. Jennifer, TM, TM, TM. Yes. This whole idea, this whole idea. Okay. The funeral party, living funeral, it's ours. Don't ever, <laughs> don't take it. Don't you take it or we'll kill you. Yeah. And then say shitty things about you and make money after it after you're dead. And Kim lives yeah. in Barbados. So these are not idle threats. There are no laws. That's right. I, I really think this could be good. This is the perfect party for the psychotically narcissistic. Yes. (laughs) But who doesn't want to be alive at their own funeral? Everybody. That's why it's such a winning idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you attend one of these, you get a free one too. Of course, then all your friends are probably there too, though. So they know. Like buy one, get one free (laughs) or what? Also, what if Bogo. you accident- Bogo what if so- for funerals? What if somehow like the wires get crossed and like we accidentally like cremate a customer, like actually cremate a customer? Oops! But then listen, we're everybody. Well everybody already thinks positioned. they're dead. They'll yeah. sign a release form, an ashes release form, ashes to ashes, <laughs> ashes to ash party. I don't know. We have to work on the name here. I think this could be really fun. And then after the funeral, like then it's like a huge party, like like a massive like yeah. we're alive. We're alive. That happens some places. I mean, you know, different funeral traditions across the world. Ha. 
have people more celebratory than, you know, mourning, sad. Sorry, I want that wailing. Because I want that wailing that you hear. You want like Well, Greek the wailing. paid wailers, we could, we could, um, yeah. We can incorporate because in a lot of Asian countries, also in the in uh, the Mediterranean, there are paid whalers, and mm. the louder and the more dramatic they are, the more you're loved, and also maybe the richer you were. Yes. And so it's like status. You I'm also excited. get you also get paid on like how many decibels you hit. So um, <laughs> how would it's Allison- five euro per decibel? Crowley or whatever the woman who wrote that article she's how she doesn't know it but we're so far ahead of her on party trends by the way this was this was I literally read most of the article like you're like where are the details there are no details I know (laughs) that was 32 seconds worth of material (laughs) and I love how you're making it a whole thing it was Basically, Brits uh, will choose, will like look for any excuse to drink. That's basically what the title of that party, that's that, that article was. Uh, look no further than boozy Boris Johnson, who was having like 10 beer laden orgies during the worst of COVID. I'm having yeah. a 10 beer laden orgy. Yeah. After You're- he got off the vent. Your British accent is the best, Camille. It's really the best. That was a, that was another one. That was a that was I did a completely different one for y'all. Oh well. yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I picked up oh. on that. Thank you, Jeeves. There's a well. There's a, there's a dog freaking out behind you, and it's so adorable. Oh my god, that is I just love it. She's there's so some beautiful. back scratches going on. Yeah. Oh, settle down. It's kind of like your massage. Oh, it is. She gets one every day, though. And she doesn't tip. Cheap bitch. <laughs> Damn. Um, well, you guys, on that note, there's she's, so she's much to plan. Keep it perky. Uh, what else do we say? Follow us on all social medias. Yes. At Halfway Join There, the podcast. Patreon. Write us an email to... Halfway There, the podcast at gmail.com. Tell Is us, it me or was this episode 12 minutes long? It's um it it it's like 12 minutes of normal speaking and then like 60 minutes of of uh like Fox News level back and forth. <laughs> Maybe we can gain we can gain a new audience. No. And, yes. Um, we gotta and, keep um, the sphere glow, uh, gr- growing. Oh god. Let me Fox finish. News. And uh, um, I'm gonna. That's gonna. Uh, that's gonna be our next T-shirt. Let me <laughs> oh my finish. god, that's amazing. Listen, let me if finish, you Ken. let me finish, Kim. There'll be different versions, and if then you... Camila will just be like, I don't know what will Camila's version be. If Camila's you want to come on and like defend not getting vaccinated in a like somewhat rational manner, we'll have you on. Oh, um, that would be super interesting. Um, but it doesn't. If you have a pre-existing condition that puts you at risk we get it like we're not gonna argue with you about that i don't mean those no not those people not those people not not those fuck those people don't even oh i'm sorry no no just keep listening no not um, those people they but um you know you know what we mean you know what we mean um also Also, if you're a sex worker yeah we're still looking for a sex 
uh, either current or former sex worker to come on and let us know. Unvaccinated sex worker. That's what we're looking for. (laughs) Um, Preferably non-binary. And um, if you were born on on another planet, it's better. I think better for our numbers. On that note, Uh, leave us on that that note after this quality content, leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We may pull from Spotify. We haven't taken a position yet. Um, We'll (laughs) see um, if we follow in the footsteps of Neil Young. Have you not been following any of this? Neil Young? Yes, I have. Um, Yes, and Joni Mitchell backed him up. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll see if we get on that high horse or not. Okay. Keep it perky. Keep it perky. Keep it dead. (laughs) And perky. That is what happens when you die. So, you know, it's true. Rigor mortis, baby. This has been halfway there, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.